Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. I'm really excited today to talk with someone who is you know, just such a seasoned professional in the industry of the arts. His name is Bill Haney, and he is began his career in show business at the age of 19, leasing and developing movie theaters, including his first multiplex. He has been a, and he is a producer of many shows. One is at, several are at the Theater by the Sea in Matunic, Rhode Island, and then also at the North Shore Theaters in Beverly and Massachusetts, and that's a music theater, but he also has owned many cinemas, and he's produced shows for decades. So we have a true renaissance man who's a businessman and also very involved in the arts. Welcome, Bill. Thank you, Patricia. That was a nice introduction. I appreciate that. Well, there is so much more to read, <laughs> but I wanted <laughs> because you've, you know, you've really, I mean, you've been doing work in with cinemas and theaters for decades, really, yeah, I mean, when you think about it. Uh, it's been a while, and uh, it doesn't seem like it, but it's been a while. You know, here's what I want to know, because when I think of a businessman, a successful businessman like yourself who's owned theaters and you've owned cinemas, I think of you more as a left-brain business person who really understands how to, in a sense, wheel and deal and understand the market. But you're also an artist, because in producing shows, you have to understand the artistic side of it. So how do you combine both, the, sort of the business and the arts? Mm-hmm. You know, That's the left interesting, and right. because... Right. That's the interesting part about that is I'm lucky enough to de- be able to do that because a lot of artistic people don't really understand how money is spent. Right. Right. And uh, that's the business side of me. But I've been blessed with a, with a, an artistic side that, you know, basically I know how to put up a show and, and make it hopefully look good and sound good and be good. What do you think are the elements, Bill, that really make a show work? I know you have to have talent, well, I, but beyond that. Absolutely. With the talent, I mean, it starts with, of course, the story, then the music, uh, which is always what we generally receive. Uh, most of my shows uh, are already shows that have been done, uh, Singing in the Rain, things like that. This year we're doing something new. Uh, but generally it starts out with a script, with music, uh, and then, you know, the whole process is to then put the show together. And the main thing I think I always say, it's, it's, about, it's about the story and the people that are telling the story. Mm. So that's that's talent. That's your performers. Absolutely. You know, without the yeah. performers being good, you don't really have a show. Yeah. You can think of the but best it, score ever. If somebody doesn't sing it well, it's not going to be too good. Right. But as you, but there are other elements, such as the costumes and the sets, oh, yeah, design absolutely. and the choreography. The and the set. Well, oh, oh, I got to tell you, though, in my, my, my North Shore Music Theater in Beverly, we're in the round, so... We're limited on sets, uh, so we really get a focus in on the story with, with, you know, again, with the actors and the costumes, you know, set pieces, props, etc. cetera, uh, but it makes you really become, it has you to really be creative to pull a show up, because people love scenery. I'm one of them, uh, no but when you don't have it, you got to go with the basics, and that is a good story and good people. Absolutely. How do you pick your shows, Bill? I mean, there's so many. How do you pick them? Well, there's a, it's the hardest thing I do um, because I have to pick shows that, number one, I'm allowed to get. Uh, we can't just say I feel like doing Lion King and get it. Uh, mm. That's one of the things, availability. Uh, 
the next thing is, you know, what, what does your audience like? Um, when have you done it last? Uh, has it been done recently mm. in the area? Because you don't oversaturate. Yeah. And, uh, and then you pick the titles. How do you know what they like? Do you do surveys? Do you survey your, nope. your customers? Nope. Nope. I generally do what I feel and think they will like. Um, mm. And most of the time it has to be a show that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't always have to be that way. Now, you have a theater in Beverly, Massachusetts, and again in Matunic, Rhode Island. So they're maybe, what, 80 or 90 miles apart. Are they similar yep. shows or are they different? It depends. Uh, we're doing uh, last year, or one of the years I've done shows, we did Beauty and the Beast uh, almost simultaneously in both theaters. Mm-hmm. We tend, uh, last year, Mamma Mia started at Theater by the Sea, and then it went to North Shore uh, after that. Uh, and some shows never, I'm doing Jersey Boys this year at North Shore, not coming to Theater by the Sea. I'm doing Singing in the Rain at Theater by the Sea, did it four years ago at North Shore. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't go that way. I'd rather just pick the show based on what the show's going to do for the theater and the people than worry about how we put it together and if it's going to be running at the same time or, or, mm-hmm. or, or not or whatever the, whatever the problems may be with that. Do you find your audiences are different at the different theaters or similar? Not at all. No, nope, very similar. Uh, people are people are people. Our age ranges are the same. Uh, we have vacationers uh, at the Theater by the Sea. We have mostly people who live around Beverly and the surrounding you know, Boston, mm-hmm. North area. Um, mm-hmm. But no, no, not at all. Yeah. And when, when you uh, do these programs, how long do you, pre- is it a year out that you decide what you're going to do? Yep. yep. I'm picking, I've already, basically, I've already picked uh, 2020. I've already got, I've had the titles, I have Theater by the Sea, and, well, North Shore's not finished yet. i got one or two more, one more title, I think, but I've got the full lineup for next year. I already picked four Theater by the Sea. Uh, we're not really starting to work on them right now. Uh, We'll wait till this, you know, kind of season rolls uh, rolls under us, and we're all set then. But uh, we'll start hitting this in fall. We'll start with choosing the directors. Um, we'll start, you know, the scenic designers. Uh, I tend to use some of the same people as far as scenic design and, and lighting design, so that makes it easy. They do a good job for me. Uh, they're very talented. They're great to work with, and uh, that makes that part more simple. But we have. There's so many people. People don't understand. I'm going to make it a show. They have no idea. It's crazy. Yeah, and 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 as you said, you go by your gut and your intuition a lot. Not always, yeah, but a I lot. Have to. No, a lot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you think the part of that is because you've been in the business a long time and you just know, you just have a sense of what works? Yeah, I'm really, I've I've kind of you know I I started out as you know in the movie theater business, which I still am. We have a theater right up the street from the Matunic Theater, the South Kingston Entertainment Center movie complex, uh, mm-hmm. right in South Kingston. Um, but I kind of got back, back into live theater about twelve years ago when I bought Theater by the Sea, uh, and uh, and just kind of jumped into it and just said, let's give it a shot and. Uh, Done a lot since then. I've learned a lot. Uh, we're, as I mentioned earlier, we're, we're opening uh, the season with a brand new musical that's never been seen before. It's uh, hopefully someday we'll go to Broadway. Uh, mm-hmm. That's our ambitions. But it's uh, it's interesting. It's very interesting to do a new show that doesn't. It comes with a script that gets worked on. It comes with the songs that are terrific that will get worked on, and uh, everything kind of for the next uh, three weeks when it starts. 
we will play with and massage and just change and do things. So it mm. go, it, it, it hopefully will go to the next step, you know, which won't be Broadway. Interesting. Sometimes take jumps, you know, but not too mm-hmm. Broadway right away. But uh, that's our plan. Now, when you say it's world premiered, um, did someone else write it or did you have people write it? How did that nope, come about? It was, it was a show written and uh, the show was brought to me uh, to take a look at. Uh, when I first saw it, it was a concert version, and I didn't like it, uh, and I was really not interested. Um, then the director, friend of mine, uh, said, look, I want to do a, a reading of this thing. You know, <laughs> would you put $2,500 into the reading? And I said, of a show that I don't like, uh, <laughs> but he's a friend, and, and, I, uh, and I gave him the $2,500 to put this reading on. And mm. it, it finished up, but I walked outside. I said, "Wow, Jay, it's amazing when you put words wow. that great music. You get a show. I'm in." And mm. at that point, I jumped in, and uh, we—a uh, long story short—we ended up producing another full reading, so I could bring all my people into New York to see it because I Isn't had to then show them what I saw in this piece. Um, tell, tell us about what there, it is. Jumped. Tell us the name of it. It's called Love and, Love and Other Fables. fables. Yep. Yeah, but it's, really, it's kind of a, it's Aesop and uh, how he became Aesop and the fable part of him, but it's really, it's a, it's a fun, it's just, a, it's his musical comedy. Uh, it's, he, he tried to match his wits with, with the mad, with the, the, the mad king uh, of Egypt, and he wants to get the, uh, he loves the, 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 the slave girl, because he's a slave himself. But he got he got he got sold off and he and he got free, uh, but then he wants a slave girl has no interest in him at all. She wants another slave who's kind of a hot, muscular, strong guy, not mm-hmm. that smart, but he wants her so badly. And it's just it's just one of those really fun fun shows. Mm-hmm. It goes in different directions. It's got big musical numbers. It's something that if you said, well, what is it like? I, I guess I would probably say it's probably a little bit like Forum. Funny thing happened away to the Forum. Maybe yes. a little something yeah. rotten thrown in there. Yeah. And maybe some yeah. spam a lot, you know? Just that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Isn't that fun? Right and it's all, original, it's all original music. Everything's original. Every single word, every single thing is original. Absolutely. Yeah, that's exciting. That must be exciting for you to bring something new. It, it is. It yeah. is very yeah. exciting. They started yeah. rehearsals uh, uh, a little while back. It's, uh, now, keep in mind, it's theater by the sea. We don't have a long rehearsal period. We get to rehearse. We, we can only rehearse the show in two weeks. So the actors show up on a Tuesday. They get they, they've already had the script, so they've already learned their lines. They're smart, but they come for the first day of rehearsal on uh, on the Tuesday before before two weeks before the uh, the Tuesday we'll actually preview it and open it. Mm, fascinating. And a lot of wow. stuff happens in that in that little theater. No, Lily, yeah, it's a beautiful theater. I've been there. It's a wonderful theater. And I want to say, and I'm not just saying this, I've seen a lot of your shows, and they're so professional. I mean, it's, it's as good as anything I've seen on Broadway, truly. You know, thanks for saying that. And, 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 and I do hear that a lot. People say, you know, South Kings is not that far from New York. You can really get two and a half hours you're there. So people yeah. go to New York a lot. And I love when they say, well, I saw this on Broadway, and this was better, and I saw this in Peter, and this was better. Wow. So really do. That's the set, great. The sets that I built, great. you saw those sets. Those sets are absolutely, yeah. they're all 3D. They're not, they're not just painted. They're real mm-hmm. things, you know, and they're all mm-hmm. built for us. Mm. You know, I've got two major questions. I, one is, because of this business, which is so exciting, I'm in this type of business, but not in show business per se, but as an interviewer, you know, it's very exciting and there are lots of ups and downs. You know that, you know, one minute you're up, one minute you're down. 
Bill, how yep. do you ride with the with the ups and downs of this industry? You know, one minute it's great, and then what if someone gets sick, and what if there's an emergency, and what? It, oh, I mean, those that things happens happen. all the time. Happens all the time. Happens with, with Love and Other Fables. I'll tell you the story. We lost one of the lead actresses uh, exactly. Hang on, let me think. Uh, seven days before we, we we were supposed to go into rehearsal. She had a she had a, a family emergency, and her sister, uh, very sad, was was dying. And she said, "I, I got to get out of the show." And of course, we let her get out of the show. And she was key to the show. And we were able mm-hmm. to. And we you, you get the heart attack. What are we going to do? Oh my God! What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. But we look and we look and we find people. We found a terrific replacement for her, and she'll be wonderful. And uh, and the show will go on. And that stuff happens. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you a lot. I could tell you stories. You can, you yeah. can, you, you'd laugh at, you so know, you, but they, so it, you just people, have to you know? keep, you have to keep your cool. I mean, right. You don't, you can't go, you just have to keep level, right? Because you have to, uh, you're leading a lot of other people. And if you get excited and upset, <laughs> it throws them no, off. No, absolutely. No, it's, you got to keep, if you're the captain, you got to keep calm ship no matter what's going on, you know, because people, they, they censure your nervousness and your tension and all that. No, it doesn't accomplish anything. Uh, so you're ready to say, look, we'll, we'll deal with this. We'll do it. We'll do the best we can. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all you can do. That's right. Well, this is great. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're talking to Bill Haney, who is a producer, an entrepreneur, um, really so involved in the theaters and cinemas and has owned many and is, is doing such wonderful work here in New England uh, with the North Shore Theater in Beverly, Mass, and also in Matunic at Theater by the Sea. And um, when we come back, I'm going to ask Bill about what advice he would give to people who really want to go in show business, who really want to be performers. You know, so many people are discouraged, but what would he say since he's seen so much of this? You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com There are many innocent people who are found guilty of crimes that they did not commit. Join criminal defense investigator Jeff Stein for Is There Really Truth and Justice for All? Each show, we'll discuss the problem, and it is a problem. The fact that because of incompetent investigations and a poor judicial system, anybody can become a victim. Can we fix this? Tune in to find out. You can listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We all know that today our country is in many ways run by vested interests, which have accumulated large amounts of power for themselves and at our expense. But this can be changed by recognizing the problems and then by adopting libertarian solutions to address them. Tune into All Rise, the Libertarian Way with Judge Jim Gray. Judge Gray and his guests will discuss the problem areas of today and then present solutions that result in a better world for ourselves and our children. Tune in Fridays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You 
are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. And my guest today uh, is Bill Haney. And he's, uh, he began his career in show business at 19, leasing and developing movie theaters. And now he produces Broadway productions. And he's president of Broadway productions. He's done national tours really all over the country. And now he is the owner. He reopened Theater by the Sea in 2007. And he also purchased North Shore Music Theater, which is a 1,500-seat professional theater. And he also owns many cinemas. So Bill is a businessman, but he also knows the artistic side because he's very involved with directors and in choosing these musicals and plays. Welcome back, Bill. Thank you, Patricia. Okay, so here's the question. You've been in the industry since you've been 19. You've seen it all, I'm sure. What do you say to people that say, I love to sing, I love to dance, I love to act, but I'm not doing this, I'm going to starve, I don't stand a chance. What do you say to them? Well, I've never actually said that, you, you, because people, you know, they, them one, they have to feel their own talent level and then do what their heart wants them to do and then just jump out there and do it, and hopefully it goes well for them. I always tell people, you know, I always think, and I, and I use theater by the sea all the time in this story, is... When, when, when you start to like to think about you might want to be an actress or a singer someday, you're probably pretty young. You might be, you know, might be seven years old. Uh, yeah. Then what happens is you do the play at the high school play, then you go to college, you're in the college production or whatever. And then, you know, usually what happens is you can't just, not many people get to jump to Broadway, uh, but we always see it. We see so many people come through Theater by the Sea as that stepping grounds for the next step up. Uh, mm-hmm. we always hire interns, really they'll start as an intern. We've had so many interns come back into our shows, come back and see, do a lot of our shows. And then they get, to, I know, I can tell you so many people that have gone through both feet by the sea and North shore and they have gone to, to, to the big times, you know, on Broadway. I just saw somebody who was an intern at uh, theater by the sea. Uh, and I saw him last two weeks ago in Jersey boys on Broadway in New York. Wow. In the show. Uh. And um, and that happens. I mean, two directors. I wasn't there then, but uh, the famous director Rob Marshall. I don't know if you've heard of Rob. Mm-hmm. Sure. Caribbean guy and the new uh, Sunset Boulevard with Glenn Close. Big big time director worked at worked at Theater by the Sea under one of the directors that comes back mm-hmm. to my theater all the time, Richard Savellico. And uh, and Rob Ashford worked. Uh, he's another huge Broadway director. He worked at uh, he did shows at North Shore. So, you know, and the countless people that the, the, the gal, this is from the gal that produced Memphis on Broadway, which actually started at North Shore, and also just produced wow. uh, come, come, uh, Fire from Away, uh-huh. and she used to work at the box office as a kid. Mm. At Bill, do you think it? Do you think it's talent, perseverance? Do you think it's luck? Do you think it's timing? Do you think it's all of that? All of that. Because Absolutely. you know there are some people that are fabulous that don't get their mark, and then there are people that sometimes just get lucky. That happens a lot. Absolutely. I mean, that's you know, it's not it's not the norm. Uh, you know, and that's great when somebody can just jump into the big leagues, but most people have to work for it and earn it and work their way up. Yeah. Do you think it's changed a lot since you started? Do you think it's it's much harder now than it was like thirty, twenty five years ago? 
Um, that's hard to say. Uh, I don't really didn't know well that you know I was really kind of young when when I started all this stuff, so I didn't really know all that. But I, I see it now, and I don't. I think you know I could tell you in the last twelve years it's been the same. Mm-hmm. Been the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. It really has. It's kind of just you know. And, and and I the, my, the the hardest thing I can ever do this is when somebody doesn't have any talent, and you want to go up and say you really should think about doing something else, you know. But you can't say that because it just would be so mean, and, and it'd be good advice, but you can't say it. Yeah, but most of the people that are in this are in it because they love it, right? I mean, this becomes a passion. Absolutely. Oh my God, this business. Unless you're a star on Broadway, or you're a movie star. This, this job doesn't pay a lot of money. <laughs> That's for sure. When you hear the saying, we do it for love, that is a true statement. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I understand that because that's why I do what I do. And it is. It's, yeah. Um, and there, but I always yeah. say to people, would you rather be doing something and getting paid more that you can't stand going to work every day? It's, it's life's too short to do that. Yeah, that's true. But I do think yep. you have to look at money as well, though, Bill. And you've, you've done oh, no, that. You've got you, you you, to be able to pay your bills, no doubt about it. And, and you have to be able to pay your bills. And, uh, look, there are a lot of actresses and actors in this, in, the, in, in this world, and they're still there. So hopefully they're doing something right. Absolutely. All right. Well, tell us, I know you have uh, shows coming up both in Matunic, yep. Rhode Island, and in Beverly. So tell us a little bit about those shows. We've got some time left. Well, Yes, yeah, sure. We get 11 other fables we just talked about uh, opening our season at Theater by the Sea. Then we're bringing in Singing in the Rain, which should be terrific. Raining oh, on I that love stage. that. That was then Glenn. Disney. That was, um, um, why am I forgetting his name? Glenn. Oh, Debbie. Debbie what's that? The, the uh, theater, Singing in the Rain. Oh, what uh, was? Gene Kelly. Thank you, Gene Kelly. Yep, <laughs> yeah. yep. And Debbie Reynolds and Donald O'Connor. And uh, yes. I tried, tried getting those three on that stage, and they look and look and sound like and be good. But yeah. we've done it. The cast is fantastic for this show. Really terrific. Uh, then we get Disney's Newsies, uh, which is terrific. It's a, it's a, Love that. It, it, Love it's Newsies. Tough. It's a big dance show. And then we finish with a classic movie made into a Broadway show called Saturday Night Fever. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which yeah. is, you know, oh, which very is, exciting is, shows. These are dancing, Absolutely. exciting musical shows. Absolutely. And the season's going great. The subscriptions are bigger than last year. Every year we go up. Uh, the good news is, actually, the really good news is, at the end of each season, we're, we're doing about 98 to 99% season capacity. Wow. It's hard to do. And that's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, in my wow. final weeks of some of my shows, you can't get a ticket if you know me because the seat doesn't exist. Wow. Is that common in this business or is it rare to, to no. have oh, no. 90? It's definitely not common. No, you could have, you could have Hamilton does great wherever it goes, but if, sure. you're, if sure. you're in PPAC or wherever, not every show is Hamilton. Uh, we're lucky at Theater by the Sea. We built up an audience. Keep in mind, I've got 500 seats. Uh, and we built up an audience that, that, you know, just dies to go to that theater. Yeah, it's a wonderful theater. You know, you go wonderful. there. You go there. Oh, the grounds are beautiful. I, the restaurant's terrific. Restaurant's uh, fabulous. The cabaret, all, the, all that fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's fabulous. So tell us about, um, before we go, tell us about the Theater by the Sea. I mean, not Theater by the Sea, the North, North Shore, Shore Music Theater. The, the, yep, what the productions you have this year? Yeah, we were opening with Oklahoma. Then we go into a, mm-hmm. a new production of a show that really doesn't get done. It's only been done three times ever. It's called Freaky Friday the musical okay. from the movie we all know. And then we go into the Jersey Boys, which is which mm. is doing so much business and that'd be great. And then we go to Sunset Boulevard. Uh, and then we finish with uh, the Broadway series with the Bodyguard. 
And then we do A Christmas Carol, which has been at that theater. I think we're going on the 26th year it's been playing at that theater, which is amazing. amazing. Wow. But you also do, um, now I'm looking at Matunic, which is Theater by the Sea in Rhode Island. You do a children's yep. festival, and you also yep. have concerts, too. The Monday Night Concert Series, we started it last year, and it was such a success. We brought it back this year. And the exciting part about bringing the show back this year, we're bringing two, we're doing the Broadway, the Broadway thing is coming back, and we're bringing Harvey Robbins back, I think, two shows. We got Sandy Hackett's Rat Pack back, which, which when I did it four years ago, it sold out almost three weeks in the first, the first show. We brought it back as an encore in the fall, and it showed, it showed almost another five performances out completely. Amazing. So people are excited Amazing. about that coming back. And then your children's theater, you've got Snow White and Aladdin oh, yes. and Little Red Riding Hood. I mean, these are great. And, and Magician and Bobbleology. And we got the camp, too. The kids do the, the summer camp, and they get to perform in front of a live audience because it's one of those shows. Yeah. Do you ever teach, Bill? Do you ever give workshops or courses? Did I what? Do you ever teach or give a workshop or a course? No, no, no. I just, uh, no, I don't. I, uh, I'm just too busy doing it. I said to somebody, you want to learn? Just shadow me. <laughs> You'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all there in so, black and white and living color. What? All right, so before you go, here's my question. What do you think is the best lesson you've learned that has really kept you in this business and kept you successful? What would be, you know, a tip? Well, my, my only tip to me is the love of what you're doing, and I love what I do. And, that's, I really and do. no matter what, that sustains it. you. Yeah, it keeps you going, because sometimes you want to pull your hair out and just say, I swear I give up. Unfortunately, yep. when you're the boss, you can't. What am I going to do with these two theaters if I decide not to do shows anymore? <laughs> But yeah, just I love what I do. That's it. That, and, and I hope I continue doing that. It's wonderful. And you do it all year round because when you finish the season, then you have to start preparing for the next year. So you're, you're constant. We basically finish with Christmas Carol in December and we're back in auditions late January and it just continues to go, 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 go. Wow. Thank you. How and can people find a, more about the, the now, work you're book. doing in the theaters? Uh, do they go on to theaterbythesea.com? Yeah, go to theaterbythesea.com, uh, North, uh, NSMT, for North NSMT dot, dot, dot org. But yeah, go on our websites, um, and, and there's so many links and so many things to find out what the theaters are doing. Um, and uh, when you go see the show, I'm the one behind the scenes doing it for you. Yeah, which is which is wonderful. And I know you have opening nights, too. There are opening shows. and um, Absolutely. And the shows go on about two weeks, right? Each one, something like that? Well, basically, it, it usually goes three weeks. This year, it's three weeks, uh, four weeks of Singing of the Rain, three weeks of Newsies, four weeks for Saturday Night Fever. Last year, we stuck in five weeks of, uh, of Mamma Mia, uh, which is oh, the first I time I think that. ever in that theater. It was excellent. It was terrific, wasn't it? Yeah. It's fantastic. It was, uh, yeah, yeah, so we, we, see, we know what our formula is, and it appears to work. Well, I really appreciate you being on the program and uh, t- want to tell people to look up theaterbythesea.com. If they don't live in this part of the country, when they come and travel over the summer, they must go see it. And also Absolutely. a North Shore Music Theater. Yes. All right. Yeah, so yes, again, it's a great venue. Wonderful. Uh, my guest has That's been Bill Hanny. Okay, bye. Hold on a minute. And my guest has been Bill Hanny, and he's the owner and producer of Theater by the Sea and also North Shore Music Theater and many cinemas. Uh, so that wraps up this half hour, folks. Stay tuned. We'll have another program for you coming up next in our next half hour right here on the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.